Welcome back to When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. When the Right One Comes, helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space. We are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again. Let's tune into the conversation. Well, welcome to our Sunday Word message with Bishop Greg Davis. We are honored that you chose to come in the room and hear a message of empowerment and encouragement on today. Right now, if you could do me a favor, if you could share this room, it's two arrows in the bottom left corner. Share this room out and let people know that there is a word of empowerment and encouragement from God today by our very own Bishop Greg Davis. Um, this is a time that, you know, if you don't have a church or if you're attending virtually or you just need a word from God, just some practicalities a time to just know where you are. This is a, a, a space and a time that Bishop teaches, you know, practical steps to help you get through your week or to help you get through the tough time that you're in. So if you can do me a favor in that bottom left hand corner, just share this room out to Clubhouse. Let people know to come in the room that there is a word from God on today. I'm actually going to share the room out now because I know that Bishop has a powerful word from God uh, on today. Also, if you can ping some people in the room, that's the little person with the plus sign. Um, ping some people in the room. Ping about five people. Let them know to come in the room to hear a word from God. Um and we are forever grateful. I know Bishop is uh, grateful for you guys uh, sharing out this room. So go ahead and share, share, share. Um, and we'll be getting ready to get started. I'm going to go ahead and pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, 
We come to you in the humblest way we know how. Thanking you and praising you for this day. Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that you come in this room, God. We invite your presence in this room on today. Lord God, we are here, Lord God, listening, ready, and waiting, Lord God, for what the man of God has to speak on today. Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that the words that he speaks on today, let our ears be open, let our hearts be open, and let our minds be open for what you're speaking in this season, God, let it let us not not let us not only be open to it. Let, let us let it be an application to our life. Let it be able to let us be able to apply it each and every day. And God, I ask that you bless the creator, the curator, the visionary of this room, Bishop Greg Davis. God, I ask for God he's as he continuously um, is obedient to your word that you bless him even the more for his fruit of his, for his hard work. Let him see the fruit of his labor for everything that he's done. God, I ask Lord God that you honor him right now in the name of Jesus, continue to give him witty ideas of different creations, Lord God, that will not only help the kingdom, but bless us, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless every moderator that's on the stage, Quanisha, Nehemiah, Gregory, Dr. Nick, Lord God, whatever their heart desires, I ask that you do it for them even now. Whatever petitions that have gone up before you, Lord God, I ask that you meet it immediately, Lord God, and those that are in the room, that are in the audience, whatever they're standing in need of prayer for, Lord God, I ask that you do it. Meet them immediately. Send angelic help to them right now. Those that are needing healing lord god i ask that you send them healing now those that are needing deliverance send deliverance now lord god those that are needing a breakthrough lord god send a breakthrough right now in the name of jesus lord god lord god don't let them leave this place the same way that they came lord god let them leave with a refreshed and renewed mind lord god renewed strength lord god knowing that you were there with them at all times god and we just thank you on today lord god for everything you've done and everything that you're going to do lord god even in our valley moments we know that you're there even we're on the mountaintop we know that you're there and we thank you for that on today god we thank you lord god for the healing that's taking place even now lord god lord god those that may have been crying in the midnight hour lord god let this be their last tear that they drop lord god for joy will come in the morning for them we thank you on today for being almighty all-knowing all-powerful we thank you for being everything to us that we need god Help us to lean on you in our times of trouble. Help us to lean on you in our times of happiness. Help us to lean on you at all times, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And God, we just thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for being mighty. We thank you for being powerful. We just thank you, God. We thank you for being, for being, uh, for counting us worthy to be in this day. We thank you for giving us breath in this body, Lord God, which means that you gave us the can do, God that we can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens us. And we, Lord God, will go forth with our head held high on this journey, God. And God, I just thank you. And I give you all the glory, honor, and praise in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bishop? Amen. Thank you, um, Evangelist Angelica. Appreciate you so much and all of the moderators that are in the room. It is Sunday word and I won't be long. I will be strong. Um, just a thought today to you, to Quanisha, Nehemiah, Gregory, uh, Dr. Nick, Day, and all those that are in the room uh, today, thankful to God. Um, I see you, um, Pastor Maria Vaughn and, and others that are in the room. We honor you today. Uh, thank him for his kindness. I'm actually coming back from church. I went to church today, I was led to go um and so 
I apologize for my tardiness, but um, the ninth chapter of the book of Mark, and I want to, Gregory, I want to talk about our belief systems. Uh, a system is a way of doing something. And many of us have belief systems. It's what, it's the way that we were raised. It's the way that our parents uh, raised us and taught us. There are certain things we hold on to that are our belief system. They, they, they're not necessarily, I'm getting ready to mess up somebody right now. They're not necessarily right. And they're not necessarily wrong, but they can be a hindrance to our advancement. They can be a hindrance, hindrance to our advancement. Just because we were raised that way, it don't mean that we stay that way. Let me say it again, just because we were raised a certain way. And sometimes you have to challenge your belief system. Um, there are many things that I can remember as a child uh, being raised doing New Year's. And I shared this with a couple of people um, doing New Year's. Um, you know, my, my grandparents were from Mississippi, uh, Yazoo and Belzona, Mississippi, little towns. And their, what they believe was based upon their generation and what, what, how they were raised. E even even church people we have um we have belief systems it don't necessarily mean uh, that it's right or wrong some of our belief is not biblical it's traditional it's the way we were raised it's the way we were taught to do things but sometimes our belief systems hinder us from what god wants to do in our lives sometimes our belief system can hold us back. Sometimes our belief system can paralyze us. And I want to challenge your belief system today. Um, when I was growing up, there were different things during New Year's, like Adrian, you you couldn't, a woman couldn't walk in the house. A man had to walk in the house, be, the first one to walk in the house because they believed that the man brought prosperity. You had to eat black eyed peas uh, because that brought prosperity. Uh, on and on, I could I could name several things. And as I grew older, I just realized that it was my it was their belief system. I, I'm going to tell you a story uh, because if I had not listened to what God was saying, sometimes people's belief system can cause you to miss God. And sometimes I'm freeing somebody today. Sometimes it's people that you love, people that you admire, people that you trust, people that even gave you life. Jesus said, standing outside, uh, his, his, his brother and uh, his mother were waiting for him and they said, Jesus, your mother's out there and your brother, he, he said, who is, my, who is my mother, who is my father? He did do the will of the father. That is my mother and father. So even sometime, I said all the time, uh, friends can mess you up, but family can do you in. 
because of people's beliefs. If some of you are single right now in this When the Right One Comes room club that I've formed here. Some of you are single right now because of your family's belief system. You can't date a certain way. You can't, you can't be with this one because of belief system. You've been taught to be with somebody that's your own color. You've been taught to be with somebody that goes to church every Sunday, but necessarily don't mean because they go to church every Sunday that they're good. Bad people go to church. Our belief system. Our belief system has us doing things that are not necessarily scriptorial, but it is our tradition. And tradition is what we believe. And all the time, I'm not here to really challenge you, but I'm here to make you think. But I am here to challenge you. I'm here to challenge your belief system to, to find out whether or not your belief system is working for you or is it hindering you? We often have discussions in this club. Uh, me and Josh go back and forward about, uh, you know, well, Bishop, you know, he tells me, he said, Bishop, you know, we're going to have to work on some of these things that we're trying to get some of these people because maybe we we shooting too high. I'm not here to answer that for you, but I'm here to challenge your stinking thinking. Your belief system can hinder you. Your belief system can hinder you from moving to the next level in your career, starting a business. Your belief system of what people tell you. Ain't nobody never did that in our family. That's just foolish to go get you a job. Why are you trying to struggle? I'm talking to somebody in the room. Why are you trying to struggle? You know, you know, ain't nobody never did that. Ain't nobody never did that. Well, you do know that everybody in our family had cancer. Everybody in our family had diabetes. You better watch it. You better watch it. It's our belief system. And sometimes we believe in the wrong things. And sometimes the things that we believe in can hinder where God wants to take us, can hinder our healing, can hinder our deliverance, can hinder us from the right one. Let me ask you a question today. You're not like asking y'all questions because a real preacher not ask you questions. What do you believe in? What 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 do, do you even know? Are, are you moved by people's opinion? Because, you know, we, this is a Sunday word, so I'm not going to say what I really want to say or what y'all probably thinking when I'm going to say this. Opinions are like <laughs> a nose. Let's use that. Everybody got one. Where did you form your belief system from? It's just like uh, God said to to Adam. Why do you believe you were naked, Adam? Who told you? Y'all not saying nothing to me today. Who told you? I can't get one click. I can't get one hand raised. Uh, who told you that you were, you were naked? How did you come by, Adrian, this thing that you, you believe? Who, who, who told you? that you were naked who told you i'm sorry y'all i'm trying to transition from the car who told you that you were you were naked who told you that you couldn't have what you say linwood it is a part of our belief system 
and I want to challenge everybody that's in this room. Maybe your belief system is the reason why you have not obtained what you believe in God for. Oh, we can say it. Uh, thank you, Paulette. We can name it. We can claim it. But do you believe what you say? Do you believe that you can start the business? Do you believe that you can become an entrepreneur? Do you believe you come in here seven days a week? You come for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as we discuss uh, when the right one comes. You come in here Tuesday and Thursday, as I have preachers here. You come in here on Saturday as we pray. You come in Sunday morning. Some of you have become partners along with my ministry, and we're going to give you a chance to do that. But the fact of the business is, let me ask you a question. Do you believe any of this? Do you believe that the right one can come? Do you believe? Do you believe that you can be healed from the wrong one? Do you believe what we're saying? That there are multi-multiplicity, there's multi-voices that comes in this room. You know, the difference in the lady, the difference in the lady uh, who came in here and she sowed a seed uh, that, that the preacher challenged her and I challenged her to give. The difference in her is that she went and got what she believed that she sold for two Mercedes later, a truck and a car. What's the difference? Let me, let me, let me share something with you, Linwood. God more than he loves any of you. The difference is we say it, we no, we dream it, we see it, we pray about it. And then we believe. Do you believe what you say? Do you believe that you can have what you say you can have? Let me let me ask you this. What, what's the difference in Linwood who, who came in this app and was in uh, a room and he saw a woman and he went after it? And he obtained, he's now married. I married him. I married him in, I, I married him. So what's the difference? He believed even after, watch this y'all, even after I, 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 I kind of made fun of him. Why are you paying somebody's note? Why are you doing this? But he <laughs> believed. See, see, let me, let me, let me tell you, you, you believe, you believe against hope. You believe against hope. You believe against hope. Is there anybody in here that can believe against hope? That can believe against hope. Do you believe against hope? Because some of you here, the only thing that is stopping you from receiving what you what you are praying about is your belief system. And you gotta be willing to say, that you know what, I believed a certain way all these years, and maybe that there's a lot of people. Adrian, let, let me let me let me help y'all in here. There's a lot of people. If they would admit it, 
if they wasn't afraid, Linwood, come here, preacher, Dion, if they wasn't afraid of losing everything, they would actually say that some of the stuff that they've taught and some of the stuff that they believed, they need to adjust it. But because we are so afraid of losing what we have. Let me give you a testimony. I started a church almost five years ago. We worshiped in a school for two and a half years. January, two years ago, we moved in a church building. January, February, March, COVID hit. I'm so lost on time, 2020, COVID hit. We went to serving and giving food out for a whole year, a thousand boxes of food for a whole year. And God calls Pastor Dana, my daughter in ministry, she's on here sometime to, to meet Craig, my son that plays on, on Tuesdays. We were on a crusade in Miami. They got married. I married them during COVID. She came to me and said, Dad, I don't want to pastor no more. I, I, I want to go ahead and do some other things. It hurt my heart. But let me tell you something. In that, God told me, said, you did it because you wanted, you wanted her to succeed. And you went and started the church because of that. And I closed the church and stopped pastoring. Gregory, let me tell you something. Had I believed that if the only way that a preacher can be successful, Byron, is by pastoring, then I would not be where I'm at today. Y'all not saying nothing. You got to change your belief system. That the only way that you can be blessed is that you got to do it this way. And the only way that you can be this, you got to do it this way. You got to have witty ideas and strategies if you're going to make it. I was talking to a preacher last night. I saw a post and I called and encouraged him. And we got into, he said, Bishop, I'm frustrated. He said, I'm frustrated. I've been pastoring for 20 something years here and I'm ready to break out of the box. I said, you've been looking at what I've been doing. He said, yes, I'm frustrated. I'm trying to preach Linwood. I'm frustrated. I don't want to do this no more. I got some good guys here that can, I want to, I want to, I built a studio and I want to break out. There's more to it than just this. What he was really saying, Frank Delaney, good to see you, is that I want to change my belief system to thinking that this is all. There are some of you here today, the reason why things are not working for you is because you're trying to hold on, hallelujah, to the Lamb of God, to an old belief system. Thank you, Paulette, for your amen. You're trying to hold on to an old belief system. It's not that you don't believe. It's just that little bit. I'm in the ninth chapter. 21st verse of the book of Mark, in case you need scripture reference, because we got some preachers in here. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole text, but you got a you got a young man who's sick. You got a young man who is satanically bound. You got a young man who's often thrown in the fire, and he's often, he is demonically possessed. And the Bible shares with us that he brings, hallelujah to the Lamb, he, he, brings his son to Jesus. And we pick up in verse 21 and, and it says, Jesus asked the boy's father, how long, mm-hmm, I don't want to preach, but I've been to church. How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. Verse number 22, it, it has often thrown him into the fire, the water to kill him. But if you can do anything, 
take pity on us and help us. And if you can, Jesus said, Jesus, uh, if you can believe, mm -hmm, if you can, if you can, if you can believe, all things are possible to the one who believes to him that if you can just believe, Jesus said, it ain't got nothing to do whether I can do it. I ain't gonna get happy in here. They're gonna put me out. I keep telling y'all, it's not whether I can do it, Paulette. Thank you, Paulette, for raising your hand because I can't get no amens on the stage. But Linwood, it's not that I, 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 I can do it, but it's I need you to believe because the only way I can do it, I'm not going to Nehemiah supersede what you believe. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm not going to go against. I, my grandfather taught me. Now, this one thing that I do believe, uh, Pastor Byron, this one thing I do believe, my grandfather taught me that we are free moral agents. That means we have the right to do whatever it is we want to do. That means that God is a gentleman, uh, Byron, uh, a day. God is a gentleman. He doesn't force his will on us. He doesn't He doesn't just come in and bust in and, and just do what he wants to do. No, he is a gentleman. You have to allow him. And how do you allow him? Believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently. Help me, Janae. He is a rewarder of them. This is your Sunday word. Uh, some of you in here, you believe. But that's, that's just a little sprinkling of unbelief. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You got red flags of unbelief. Uh, God said, I can't work with red flags. I see them red flags. We talk about red flags in the dating space and in relationships. Well, I came to announce, uh, Quanisha, some of y'all got red flags in your belief system. You have been bound by tradition. You have been taught that money, y'all ain't saying nothing, is a sin. You've been taught that prosperity is wrong. You've been taught, you got folk opening up club rooms in here saying that uh, uh, the prophets is wrong against prosperity. Well, I read in my word, I feel like flying today because I've been to church. I feel like flying because I read in my word. It says, uh, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. I believe, I believe Linwood, the reason why he said prosper first, because he knew the health system was going to be so high and that you were going to need some money in case. I wish above all things that you prosper. And it says in Ecclesiastes, uh, and money answers all things. It is not money that that, that is bad. Money when it says it is the root of all evil, it's when you love money more than you love the God of the money. It's amazing to me, it's amazing to me, Angelica, that even the government knows who to trust when it comes to money. Y'all can say nothing. Ah, I came for your belief system today. What are you saying? Well, if I pull out of my money right now, it says in God we trust. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Even they know in your money that you are supposed to trust in God. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we will remain, remember the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run in. Lord, I believe. Help my, help my, I haven't got happy. 
Uh, he, help me help my unbelief just that little thing i believe i can start a business but what's hindering you is that little unbelief i don't know why i keep hanging around the business part lord i believe but help my look what is it that is causing you not to succeed you living right you ain't saying nothing. You you living right. You 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 living holy. You you living you living by the statue. You living right standing. You pray. You fast. But ain't nothing changing. But then that little girl on understand that belief. Believing is a system. It's a system. That's why it works for anybody. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Millionaires and billionaires believe better than the church. They believe more in what they're doing than we do. But our God said, I supply all you need. Paulette is the only one helping me. He said, I supply. But we as the church, we as the believers, that's for the church folk that's in here today. We don't believe. We kill our prophets. We kill our pastors. We kill our teachers when they're trying to get you out. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of you are stuck. You're stuck in a belief system that was passed down to you. The man said, Lord, I, I believe. I just need you to, to help my unbelief. I came for your unbelief today. Yeah, yeah, I, I came. I came for your unbelief today. I came for that thing that is hindering you. You, you talk good. You sing good. You pray good. You got a good game. You got your business plan. You didn't. You didn't went to your. You didn't had your vision board party. You didn't made your own vision board. You, you're saying all these resolutions and you, you're decreeing and declaring and you're doing all that. But why isn't it not working? Because you still Linwood. Thank you, Corey. Corey said you're teaching Bishop. Thank somebody said because you still got some residue. You got some residue of your mama in them. You got some residue, Bishop. Don't you talk about my mom? I'm talking about your mama. I'm talking about your auntie and all of them. You still got some residue of some people. You him that I'm stuck with the monster in my head. I had a flashback. I'm sorry, Dave. Huh? You got some monsters in your head that is talking to you. You got some demons in your head telling you a day I came to tell you that the move that you're getting ready to make, God said it is ordained of me. I am, I am going to change your life. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. You may disagree with this, Byron, Frank, and Gregory, and Nehemiah, Quanisha, Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick, especially because you educated. Y'all ain't saying nothing, Linwood, D.I. All of you in this room, you may disagree with me. Uh, if you don't have a little fear about doing it, if you're not a little skeptical, y'all ain't saying nothing. If Preach, it's beyond Bishop. what you have and can see, if it's beyond the money that you've got, chances are y'all ain't saying it ain't God. Because whenever God does something new y'all ain't saying you ain't got enough uh in your bank account whenever god does something new you ain't got enough faith for uh but god said it's time for you to now believe if it's if it's something that's going to change a generation a day if you're going to be the first one to do it
I, I, I never forget, my grandfather told me, my grandfather told me, uh, I went to him, uh, Bishop Morton was starting this organization, this will help somebody, Bishop Morton was starting this organization, some of you may not even know about it, it's called Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship, and uh, I, 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 my grandfather was traditional Baptist, and and uh, that's how I grew up. My grandfather led me to the Lord. Come here, Corey. I'm going to help y'all, Mavina. I'm going to help you, Jacqueline. Let me help you. Let me talk about my family. Uh, I'm talking about the deacon standing up saying, Hey, yes, sir. Father, in Jesus' name, we come knee bent. Thank you that the wine, the sheets that we slept on last night were now wine and sheets. Thank you, God, Yay. that the four walls of our, of our bedroom was not the four walls of our grave. Oh, God. And but you know you, you them prayers that they prayed. You can go to the corner store, get you some chips. Yes, and come sir. Back and still praying. And then they're saying, "I will trust in the Lord." We had service for three and a half hours. We started at eleven. Y'all ain't saying nothing, and we wasn't done until two thirty. And then we had to come back for three thirty. Y'all ain't saying that. We stayed in church. We ate chicken downstairs. I was traditional Baptist, but my grandfather made one one mistake. He allowed me to go to visit other churches. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was more. Somebody say more. Somebody say more. Somebody say there's always more. There's like you more, gotta step sure, out of your more. comfort zone. I am a traditional Baptist raised boy. That's who I am. I didn't know nothing about God until my grandfather. My grandfather, my grandfather planted me. Planted me, let us shout and dance. But women couldn't preach. Mm -mm. You couldn't preach there. You better not speak in tongues. We could shout, dance, run around, get hard as a wood board uh, uh, while we're shouting. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I grew up around the mothers of the church when they say, Come here, boy. You was on the side of the church kissing that girl. Where was you at, mother? I was sitting right here. God told me. That's how I grew up. My grandfather didn't cheat. He was always at home. He was a holiness Baptist man. But I knew there was more. I challenged the belief system. I challenged even the things that I was taught. You don't lose your foundation in God, but you do realize that there's more. You get every generation realizes that there's more. That's why I try to stay relevant. And so Bishop Morton starts this organization and I'm pastoring and, I, and I'm already full gospel before he starts the organization. And when he starts it, I call and, and, and ask, can he come to my church? I didn't have that many members, just start pastoring. Make a long story short, I, I got him there and became a bishop in the organization. And the Lord said, you're gonna leave Detroit. Bishop Morton asked me to leave and I went to Morgan City, Louisiana. I went to my grandfather, I'll never forget, I see the scene right now, I'm in Southfield, Michigan, and I go to the kitchen and I sit and talk to him and he's drinking his coffee. And I said, Daddy, yes, son. Now I'm grown, but I respect, watch this. I respect the planning that he did in my life. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I, I respect the, the planning of the Lord in my life. I'm trying to free somebody. I, I respect, I respect that he led me to God. I respect that if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't even be alive. Cause I'd have died. Cause my mother died 
10 years later. My mother died when I was 19. She was 39. I got there when I was nine. Y'all not saying nothing. But even though I love my grandfather and he led me to the Lord, I wasn't stuck in the belief system. Y'all not saying nothing. I wasn't stuck in the belief system. I went to my grandfather. I told him what the hand of the Lord was upon my life. I told him, I said, Daddy, I'm going to leave Detroit. I'm going to Morgan City, Louisiana. I'm going to Louisiana. He looked at me and said, boy, you crazy. You going to follow that man? What I did realize is that my grandfather would always be my grandfather. So just because we didn't agree, disagreement don't call for disrespect. Y'all didn't say nothing on that. I said, I said, disagreement doesn't cause for disrespect. Talk, sir. You may not agree with somebody. You may have gotten a little grown, but you will never be growner than the teacher. You will never know more than the master. So the Lord spoke to me. <clears throat> he said, just be quiet. My grandfather said, he said, boy, ain't nobody never left where they had to go to another country and know somebody else. I said, what about Abraham, daddy? Oh, well, well, I ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about that. That's when I knew that my belief system had changed. I don't have to disrespect though. The Lord spoke to me standing right there, Don, on the, I don't know who this is for, but I'm getting a lot of back chats. The Lord spoke to me then. Tell him you will, you will forever be my grandfather and I will forever make sure that you're good. My grandfather was sad because my grandfather had plans for me to pastor his church. He told me when I was called to preach, I wasn't at my home church. Uh, I had left. He told me, he said, when, when you call to preach, I'm going to license you. And when you call to a church, I'm going to ordain you. And when you get ready to get installed, I'm going to install you. He was never wrong. He was never wrong. He saw one thing for me. He was the one that birthed me. He was the one that introduced me to God. He was the one that saved my life, but he was still my grandfather. So I left. And had I not left, I wouldn't be in Clubhouse today. Had I not left, I wouldn't be on the Word Network. Had I left, had I not left, I wouldn't have a ministry to when the right one comes. I wouldn't do, be doing none of this had I left, had I not left. But because I changed my belief system, let me repeat, you don't have to disrespect to disconnect. Somebody need to take that. I say, you don't have to disconnect. You don't have to disrespect to disconnect. You don't even have to, you don't have to leave the person mentally. You may leave them physically, but you don't have to, you don't have to move away from them. 
we live in a generation now, if I disagree with you one time, then we're walking away. My grandfather was good enough to get me saved. My grandfather was good enough to speak into my life. I never left him as my grandfather because he was the man that planted me. But Bishop Morton watered me and God gave the increase. One man plants, another waters, and God gives the increase. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief system. Some of you, the only thing that's hindering you today is that little bit of unbelief and doubt. You're doubting. You're second guessing yourself. You're playing mind games with yourself. Nobody has to play mind games with you because you're playing with yourself. You're playing mind games with yourself. It's the monster in your head. The monster that's speaking to you. Who is my mother? Some of you in this room, you have the same stories. It's people that's close to you, that's hindering you. I asked, a, I asked somebody one day, they said, man, I, 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 like, I like this, this, this woman, but she's, she's Caucasian. I said, what that got to do with it? You grown. You grown. No, if I took that home, my family wouldn't accept it. Some of you are unhappy because of belief systems. Sir. Some of you don't even know why you hate people. It's because of your belief system. Some of you don't even know why you don't eat this or don't eat that or you eat this. It's because of your belief. We don't ask no questions. Ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. We got to change our belief system. Lord, I believe. But help my... Lord, help my unbelief. It's my unbelief. It's that little thing that... That little thing that's just hindering me. I just... Lord, I believe. But just that little... Jesus said unto him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And straightway the father child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help that by an unbelief. Help me, God. Some of you are just like that. Lord, I believe. And Jesus rebuked the spirit. And y'all know the story. If you've read it before, you can read the rest of it. God wants to work a miracle in your lives. God wants to do some new things. But you got to change your belief system. What your friends are saying, what your mama's saying. You ever ask yourself, how could somebody be your friend? 
and they talk negative about your dreams? Come here, Gregory. Come here. Come here, Gregory. Gregory Bloomfield. Have, have anybody in here have asked yourself, how can somebody be your friend? And they talk negative about your vision? Preach, sir. You ever ask yourself, how could my very own mama, I'm sorry, y'all, there I go again talking about your mama. How could this be my mama and all she does is low rate me and degrade me and talk down to me and tell me I'll never be nothing because my daddy wasn't nothing. Y'all mamas out there, y'all stop doing that. Stop telling your children, you ain't going to never be nothing. Your daddy wasn't nothing. Do you know what you're planting in the seed of your own seed? He was, he was good enough to lay down with you and have his child. <laughs> it's another subject. We're propagating things in people. We're pushing things that are negative into our children and they are being raised up with the same foolishness that we were raised with. I know it's hard because it's your family members and it's your mama and it's your daddy and it's people that you love and how could they be wrong? The truth is many of us are wrong. That's why people say to me, say, Bishop, you, you, you date younger. What if your daughter brought home an old man? I said, I have no problem with it. I, I have no problem with it, just as long as he treated well and not abusing him. I had to work on my belief system. I had to work on me. I had to understand that being a pastor is not does not denote that you are a great preacher. I had to reckon with myself, Linwood. This is going to help you, Linwood, Adrian, Dion, Nehemiah, all of y'all preachers that's in here, Angelica, all of y'all. Quanisha Bootlegging, Dr. Nick, Gregory, all of y'all. This is going to help y'all. I've never had a church that was mega with a lot, a lot of thousands of members. And when I got to Delaware and started pastoring in Delaware, we had two, three hundred people and it grew to six hundred people in months. Ooh, I said, God, you know, I'm about to go to heaven from here. And the woman wanted the church back. Actually, I told the story before, it's Dr. Donald's mother. We, we good. We all good. She did me a favor. I could never, I planted church. I still got churches in Louisiana that I planted. This is going to help y'all. And finally, God said to me, say, boy, because God don't call me bishop. He said, boy, son, I'm, I'm his child. He don't care nothing about my title. He don't care nothing about how much I pray. He said, son, he said, didn't I give you the world on the word network? 80 million homes, 200 countries. You've been on TV for that was, that was two years ago, 13 years now. You've touched more lives in one week that people see you on TV than your grandfather ever touched 
his whole time of preaching and pastoring. Come on, Bishop. Which one you gonna see the glass half empty or half full? Boy, you gotta make a ministry. You preach to more people than the pastors than the pastor 50 years. You asked me to make your name great, not to give you a big church. I did that, boy. Who am I helping in this room today? Because y'all ain't saying nothing. You helping me, Bishop. Y'all trying to get buildings and churches when God said, I've given you the whole internet. I've given you the whole internet. All you need is a phone and some Wi-Fi. Preach. Say that. I got Amen. 72 people. I got 72 people in here right now. 72 people in here right now. More than some people got in church on Sunday mornings. Every Sunday. Sometimes it's a hundred and something on Sunday. And if I wanted more, I know all I got to do is change the time. But I'm not after church people. I'm after people that just got up out of the bed. And want to hear a word of encouragement. When I change my belief system. And not to think that I can only do good in a building and I had to be a pastor. The worst thing in the world to be is where God is not anymore. Y'all not saying nothing. Thank y'all for y'all three clicks. I said the worst place in the world is to be where God is not anymore. That's good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You moving and shaking and people doing, but it don't mean that God is there. The best place to be in the world is in the will of God. Let me ask you a question. Is what you're doing in the will of God? Glory to God. I have to say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief that I didn't need a pulpit or a church. And I'm speaking to more people on a regular basis. I don't know where we at now. Uh, Angelica keeps me posted last time. It was 620,000 people that have come into when the right one comes from. 620,000. This was a few weeks ago. One of my posts reaches 10,000 people, videos. I'm telling y'all, reinvent yourself. Lord, I believe you're trying to still work in the old system. God put us in the house for a reason, to give us witty ideas and strategies, but we're going to miss it. I heard a preacher, I heard a preacher, Linwood. Declare this morning, just because he want to be back in church. The pandemic is over. Come back to church. My God. Pandemic is not over. Two, two, 20, thousands of people are still dying daily from it. It's not over. It's not over. Just say you want people to come to church. Let's just say you want people to come to church. That's fine. I'm not against, hey y'all, I'm not against church. I, I just came from church. But I am saying, 
Find your place in the scheme of what God is doing. Lord, I believe. Help my everybody in this room that say that prayer and say, Lord, I believe, but I just I just need you to work on my unbelief. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to make a move that's different from my belief system. I'm afraid to make hand raising is on. Tap that hand raising now if that's you. I'm afraid. I'm going to be honest. I am fearful, Bishop, of the unknown. I don't know if I want to be. I, I say I want the right one to come, but then when, when a man says something to me, I am terrified. If I just knew it was going to work, that's not faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things we cannot see. By faith, Abraham, by faith. We're afraid of the unknown because it's never happened. Henry Ford didn't know if the car was going to work or not. The Wright brothers didn't know whether the plane was going to fly. Everybody up in arms because Biden's getting ready to push, getting ready to push a black woman to the Supreme Court. They're fearful. Because ain't nothing like a black woman. It's the unknown. We're fearful of the unknown. Lord, I believe you can do it. You know how I know God can do it? Because I've seen him do it before. Lord have mercy. Father, every hand that's lifted, even those that are afraid to lift their hands. <laughs> help our, help our belief, our belief system. God, if you got to mess with our belief system, mess with it. Change our stinking thinking. Rearrange it. Get away, get out of Get, of our, get out of our mind, clutter. Renew in me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in me. Help us to see what you want for us, not through our eyes, but through your eyes. In Jesus' name. Amen. There was a teacher, his name is Harry Haynes. Harry Haynes. I was in the sixth grade, fifth grade. How, how, H-O-W-E, elementary school. How elementary. He had a perm. He dressed real nice to be a teacher. Real prim and proper. Full disclosure, he was homosexual. Mr. Haynes. I was in the classroom. I said, Gregory, can I talk to you? Say, young man, there's something different about you. I remember those words. There's something different about you. Forgive me for going over today, y'all. But somebody's life is being changed. 
there's something different about you. He said, I kept you behind because I didn't want to hear the, I didn't want the rest of the class to hear this. Young man, mind you, I had just started going to school. I didn't go to school till the fourth grade. So every now and then you may see a word misspelled and you may hear me say something wrong, Dr. Nick, I'm sorry. But my mother didn't send me to school. The truant officer always came to our house. I had only been going to school for maybe a year and a half. And he said, young man, I couldn't write. Thank God for computers now. He said, young man, there's something different about you. You're going to be great. I'm 59 years old now. And I still remember. You're going to be great. Mr. Haynes is dead and gone. Harry Haynes. Never saw him again. God will send people in your life to tell you and challenge you. There was a lady by the name of Rosalie Smith. Her daughter is Deborah Smith Pollard. She has a radio show on Sunday morning. She was jealous of me and her mamas. She was our piano teacher, music teacher. I had to audition in front of her. I couldn't sing the lick, but she, they still let me in the varsity choir. Instead of going to gym, I'd sneak in the music room and sit and talk with her. And she would push me. Rosalie Smith. I want to be Mr. Haynes. I want to be Rosalie today and tell you that every last one of you today are great. You have much power and strength and might. You can do anything that you put your mind to. You don't have to believe the negative thoughts of your past. I chose I chose to believe Mr. Haynes and Miss Smith. A friend of mine chose to believe her teacher that told her you would never be a nurse. You're too dumb. She never was. She admitted I allowed a woman that I didn't even know to hinder my destiny. I always ask people this question. I promise y'all, I didn't, I didn't, when you talk about people don't like you and people hindering you and they talking about you, y'all got to get over people talking about you. We got to be, we got to grow up, y'all. We got to grow up. Y'all still talking about people talking about you? Are y'all serious? People, they, there's always somebody talking about me. Really, I don't, Adrian. You gotta get over people talking about you. You'll never graduate. You'll never graduate to greatness. My daughter Micah called me one day. She was at work. This is when she first got in the workforce, saying her manager, my manager don't like me. 
I'm going to quit this job and say, Micah, there's going to be another one at the next job and another one. You're not supposed to quit. You're supposed to overcome them, Micah. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Lord, I believe. Help my on i can't tell you like harry haynes told me and rosalie smith all 77 y'all 76. god is changing reforming your belief system you're not gonna die of cancer because everybody in your family all the women died you're gonna be the deal breaker you're breaking the deal of sickness and poverty you're not gonna die of diabetes you're breaking the deal you're breaking the cycle. Everybody in my family get divorced. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're breaking the deal. Even if you did, God says you're going to find the right one. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I want to challenge everybody in the room. I've went past my time to give a I believe seed. I believe. What is it you're about to do? What is it that you set your sights on as we close out the last Sunday of January already, as we are only one more day away from February? What are you believing for? I want to say you're going to do more in the shortest month than you do in the longest month, February. Lord, I believe. I want you to give a I believe seed. I just simply want you to give $41. $41. dollars $41. Those of you in the room, some of you ask me, you can tithe. If, you, if you're a part of what we're doing on Sunday, you don't have a church on right now, you can tithe. You can do that. We'll send you a record of it. Just make sure you put tithe. But I want everybody, 41 children of Israel were marching, marching for 40 years on the 41st year. They were freed. I want you to be free of your belief system, your old way of thinking. Dollar sign, Greg Davis, 10. <laughs> Cash app. We give on Sundays. We give on Saturdays. Won't you support what we're doing? But most of all, some of you can give 100. Some of you can give 200. Some of you have in mind that you want to give a seed. You came in here with another thing on your mind. Even in your giving, you got to say, Lord, I believe. Just help that unbelief. I, this is new to me. I'm not used to giving like this. Some of you wonder why you can't break that glass ceiling of receiving because you can't break the glass ceiling of giving. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Some of you are between churches and you get the word from here. Wherever you get the word from, 
that's your storehouse. Bring ye your tithe and offering into the storehouse that there may be meat. If you're not tithing here, find somewhere to tithe. That's a tenth of what God has blessed you with. It rebukes the devour of the land, meaning it caused sickness and disease and flat tires and all kinds of stuff that happened to you because if you don't give it to God, God's going to get it one way or another, Byron. Some of you in here, the Lord speaking to you to give a significancy, but everybody, if you would, give that $41. I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. All things are possible. Nothing is cause I believe. I just heard that. I'm praying for your belief system. <clears throat> Give. Thank you all as you're giving. I'm getting all your back chats. Thank you so much. The word bless you. Yeah. Give $41. Blessings to all of you that are sending me back chats and say how much this word blessed you today. Thank you, Ade. All of you, Byron, Jacqueline, all of you, thank you for your back chats. Thank you. Thank you. Mark this day that God changed your belief system. You prophets and preachers, younger prophets and preachers, younger than I am, stop paying attention. Stop paying attention. You will never, ever, never, ever line up to be somebody else. But you will line up to be you. You're not competing with nobody but yourself. I don't care who appears to be looking like they're going faster than you. Do what you do. Thank you, Dr. Eve. Be consistent. I feel impartation in this room. Be consistent. Because consistency brings what? Longevity. And longevity breeds legacy. Prophet Byron, be consistent. Nehemiah, be consistent. I was at church today and the man of God told this story and I'm giving him credit the first time. He said, I, I love, Prophet McKinstry said, he said, I love going to plays. He said, but you know my favorite part at the play is not the actors. It's not the singing. It's not, he said, it's when the curtain closes. Come here, Adrian. Prophet McKenzie says, when the, when, the, when the curtain closes, Quanisha, Linwood, he said, you know why I like when the curtain closes? He said, because they're changing scenes. They're back there moving the furniture around. They're changing the sets. And he made a name. He said, that's what God is doing. It may be dark in your life. It's a curtain close. 
but behind the darkness, God is changing. Hallelujah. You're sowing that seed. You're sowing that seed. You're sowing that seed. The darkest hour is just before day. Weeping may endure for a night. Your belief system. Lord, I believe. But while I'm going through the change of night today, while I'm in midnight, help my unbelief. Somebody the Lord assigned you to give a significant seed today. I don't know who you are. You may need to use Zell, Greg Davis show at gmail.com. I feel the spirit of God today. Linwood, I feel the spirit of God today. I feel the anointing of God today like never before today in this room. Hallelujah. Glory. We're about to go. I'm way over time. But I sense an anointing here today. May God give you. I want y'all to catch this. Angelica, Cornisha, Nehemiah, Gregory, Ade, Byron, Adrian, Linwood, Dion, Dr. Eve, uh, Dion, praying for your loss, man. Well, it ain't lost because we know where, where she is. God will give you as far as you can see. I tell people all the time, the reason why I don't have certain things is because I ain't believed for it. Don't let me believe for it. Dr. Eve is in this room, and uh, Dr. Eve has helped me with many projects. Dr. Eve is the one, she don't want me to say that, never mind. I ain't going to say that because she don't want nobody to call in for that. But anyway, she know if I start believing for something, yeah. All you got to do is believe. I didn't close the story by my grandfather. I took care of my grandfather till his very last breath. His anniversary would happen. Whatever the ministries were given, I'd give. They give a thousand, I give a thousand. I buy his suits for his banquet, him and my grandmother, they hats because he was still my grandfather even though I had to move on. Never fought with what he believed. You don't have to fight with nobody about what you believe, as long as you believe what you believe. Do what you believe. And what you believe ain't may not be what I believe. But we ain't gotta fall apart, fall out about what we believe. Stop trying to fit in the box to believe what somebody else believes. But they successful because of what they believe, Bishop. That's what they have to believe for their life. But what do you believe for your life? So that's the ZellGregDavisShow at gmail.com. PayPal, contact GregDavis at gmail.com. I feel the spirit of God. I need you all to give. Dollar sign, GregDavis10. Dollar sign, GregDavis10. Hallelujah. Any of the prophets got anything to say in this vein, got a word from the Lord, any of the prophets, any of the preachers in this vein, anybody. Don't hold it back if you got something. I do, Bishop. Um, 
Go ahead, Noah. Bless God. Bless God for you. And in helping in the in our unbelief during these times, um, God gave me just to say, you know, be not weary and well doing. Say because it's not it's not gonna look, it's not gonna feel like it normally feels. It's gonna be uncomfortable. But God just been just telling me, Risa, just be not weary and well doing. That you shall receive if you faint not. And that's the word of the Lord for today. Hallelujah. If you don't have the 41, give your best seed now, but give, 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 give. I, I keep hanging around there because this is a giving Sunday and you need to do it. You've never given before. Give, give. And I know there's somebody the Lord has told you to sow a significant seed. I don't know who you are, but you need to obey God. I'm telling you, when I have that anointing on me, it's not a gimmick, it's not a trick. That lady that gave that thousand, somebody gave a significant seed the other week. But there's somebody that's supposed to give a significant seed. I could call your name, but you got to do it by faith. We're out of here. Dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. We're out of here. Prophet Byron. Hey, man. Um, God bless you, um, Bishop Greg, and everybody on the platform um listen i just i'm just gonna say this um uh for this is for somebody in the room the lord says don't be afraid to launch out into the deep he said don't be afraid because some of you all you've been questioning god is this god is this really the lord speaking is this really what god wants me to do but the lord says don't be afraid to launch out into the deep um and the bible says i'm um, those that wait upon the lord he shall renew our strength and then one thing about waiting in the text it means to trust god and so God says that there's many of you all in this in this atmosphere now. He said he's already told you what you needed to do. He said now it's time to begin to move into what I have called you to do. And I want to say this delayed obedience is disobedience. I want to say that again. Delayed obedience is disobedience. When you delay to do something that God is causing you to do, it creates um, disobedience. And I always tell people when God is moving in the wind, that's the time to begin to move with the flow. The scripture says in the Sanatha Gospels, he says, behold, the, the way the wind blows, you don't know even the way of the spirit. Um, you got to follow the wind. Even uh, as a mother is carrying a child and she's pregnant with a child, she doesn't know what the child looks like, but she knows that soon enough something great is about to take place in her pregnancy. Um, and there's many of you all in this atmosphere that you've been you've been getting words, you've been getting prophecies, and you say, well, Lord, I'm at a place now, God, help my unbelief. But God says to try him one more time. He said, try me one more time. Trust me again, because God said, this next time you trust me, it's going to begin to push you into that place you need to be. And I even hear some of you saying, well, God, I've sold before. God, I've sold last week. God, I've sold before many times before. God, when is it going to happen? And I hear God saying this next seed is going to push it into, he's, this next seed is going to push that thing into your life. This next uh, miracle is going to come from, from that next seed. The, the next breakthrough is going to come from that next push. I want to tell many of you on this atmosphere, I'm preparing to heal back my mic, that God is going to meet your need. He says, I need you to push he said, no matter what it looks like, push, because this next push is going to give you exactly what you need from the Lord. God said, trust me in this season. Bless you. All right, y'all. If nobody else, we're going to go. And um, I appreciate you all so much, all the moderators, for coming in on Sundays. Um, 
consistent. Have a great Sunday evening. Join us tonight, 9 p.m. Um, at Bishop Greg Davis, at Bishop Greg Davis. Tonight, 9 p.m. is the conversation with the prophets. We um, give a word, we speak. Um, it's about eight, eight of them gonna be on tonight. Uh, or go to Greg Davis Show on YouTube. Greg Davis Show on YouTube or at Bishop Greg Davis, 9 p.m. every Sunday night. We're only about an hour and a half. So join us tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, Pastor Linwood, are you on today at, at your room? Every, every Sunday at 3.15, Bishop. All right, 3.15. Get a word from Pastor Linwood tonight. And then, um, Angelica, if you could put up the uh, virtual piece, please. If you're in the room and you want to connect with the ministry, Greg Davis uh, Ministries established now for 30-some years, pouring the oil of joy into the world. Uh, I'm not starting a physical church. This is just a connection, online ministry. You can connect with me. Uh, I can be the voice of the Lord in your in your life um, virtually. Um, the information is above us, Greg Davis Ministries International Virtual Church. You go in there and there's a form you fill out. Uh, you'll get a you'll get a, uh, you, you fill out the small form and then you'll get another form to fill out so that we can find out information about you. And those that have already signed that we'll be doing something in February. I'm gonna start doing some private Zoom things also. Um, so make sure that you sign up, it's right there. You can go right to it right now, right at this moment and sign up. Or you can go to the website, Greg Davis Show. Uh, GreatDavisShow.com. All right. The Lord bless you all. Uh, Pastor, Pastor um, uh, Linwood, would you close us out in prayer, please? Eternal wise God, we say thank you for what our eyes have seen, what our ears have heard, and what our hearts have felt. We thank you, Lord God, for the teaching and the preaching. We thank you for using the man of God, Lord God, to lift us to where you're taking us, to encourage us, Lord God, to let us know that you can do anything but fail. We thank you, Lord God, for your uh, grace, your mercy, and your love for us. So, Father, as we're about to leave this place, but never your presence, we pray, Father God, that we would go away from this place changed forevermore, Lord God, and that you would get the glory out of our lives. We thank you for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Go with God, everybody. Go with God. Thank you for listening to the conversation on today on When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When the Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, 
share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, sow into the vision, sow into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign Greg Davis 10. That's dollar sign Greg Davis 10. With your monetary donation, this can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with bishop greg davis